Hello, my name is TJ and I'm one of the voices behind the Geek Sweat podcast. This is a special message regarding the next episode which is being recorded out of sequence during the coronavirus lockdown in the UK. Now, in response to the government daily briefings and general health and safety requirements for the pandemic, the Geek Sweat podcast team are practicing social distancing for this recording in an attempt to create new segments and continue sessions from our respective homes via a joint video call while we aim to minimize the risk and the spread of the infection from COVID-19. As such, we are working in the absence of our esteemed sound engineer, Giovanni Bastianello, aka Neo Geo. And we hope that you can bear with us and any changes in the audio quality from what you may be accustomed to earlier. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Geek Sweat podcast. We We watch watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as a stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology from CastBox, a new app that's available via Android for your podcast and entertainment needs it's the one-stop shop for taking your podcast on the go good morning good afternoon and good night and welcome to another episode of geek sweat you are now tuned into episode 105 of this fine podcast and you know what if this was any other podcast at 105 episodes you would have known they would have overstayed their welcome by at least 100 episodes but we are just getting started we are the new kids hot boys and hot girls on the block i am your uh, very handsome and affordable host um, mkh and you are now listening or watching another episode of trailer talk i will be guiding you through some of the hottest trailers while we are locked down on quarantine Um, and i will not be doing this alone i will be joined by some of the biggest and brightest brains in the geek world i would like to firstly introduce to you um someone that i shouldn't even need to introduce but she has probably the best and biggest iq I know in my life. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I want to introduce Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hey, hey, hi, everyone. Hi, MKH. Uh, hi, to be here. Excellent. Now it's great that you're here. And right alongside Jamie on this journey with us is the number one host maestro, the the curator of this podcast, if you will, the guy that always has a plan and a story for some reason. We welcome TJ. Hi, TJ. Howdy, MKH. Nice to be back on the show with you guys. Great to Uh, see you. Yeah, great to see you as well. So um, I think today we've got one, two, three, four trailers of films that um, I'm not sure I'm going to like any of them, but I'm going to give them a whirl anyway. Um, But before we get into the the meat of this episode, how are you guys doing? Oh, all good, all good. I've been busy doing stuff. Stuff that I've been meaning to do for a long time and didn't have the time to, and now that I'm kind of jobless and kind of stuck at home for a bit, um, yeah, getting a lot of stuff done. That's that's really good. And how, how that is good. How are you feeling? Like, did 
going into quarantine uh, like affect you emotionally, socially, or anything like that? Uh, well, socially, but I, I've, I've come to the dis- discovery that I actually enjoy my own company. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have a problem, like, Obviously. having the house to myself. Because my, I don't know if you know, because my, my flatmate kind of, like, up and left just before lockdown. So yeah. she's back in the Czech Republic. Um, wow. So I've got this flat all to myself. I can't even find a new flatmate because of the lockdown. So yeah, yeah, just got all the space to myself, and it's great. It's like mm. I've I've made a huge mess just doing my projects and stuff. So as soon as I need to start advertising for a flatmate, I'll clear it all up. But it's just nice to be able to spread out and not have to kind of worry about oh, is my flatmate going to need this space later this afternoon? Do I have to pack it up? And the answer is no, I don't have to pack it up for my flatmate because I don't have one anymore. It's great. So, so no offence to any of Jamie's flatmates or friends. She doesn't yeah. like any of you guys. Come over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, well, I usually see my... COVID yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I see my friends socially outside my flat. So it's... um kind of like well I'm just not going out as much and if I'm not working and I'm not going out then I'm not spending so eh. so you're not zooming your friends yeah we do that yeah okay cool when you say you see your friends outside of your flat does that mean you're putting notices in the window and writing to them or you're physically going outside and seeing them Poor, poor choice of words. I no, we're zooming and we we play board games online. So, oh, okay. so we're we're socialing not in the pub anymore. We're socialising in our own home playing board games. So ah, okay. And TJ, how are you finding lockdown? Um, it's it's kind of awkward. I'm not sure what day it is. So I'm just trying to. Uh, be awake during as much sunshine as possible to get some vitamin D. Mm. And um, I'm also trying to uh, keep in contact with people through Zoom meetings. And uh, I've had a few quizzes online so far. So there's a Saturday night quiz thing going on at the moment. So we've done catchphrase, um, celebrity squares, and I think countdown. I don't know what's coming around the corner. So that's where I'm. I'm a game show host now. Oh wow! So you you look like the the gentleman that would um, frequently get down on his knees and pray to God that um, they don't uh, cancel this year's premiership. Is that is, am I describing <laughs> you correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as a Liverpool fan, um, it's as close as you come to winning the title, and we're somehow pulling it up again. <laughs> Um, I, think, <laughs> I think if Liverpool doesn't get the title this season, you're never ever going to get it in your yeah. lifetime, ever. Yeah, I, I, I think um, like God's going to come down and say, just disband this football club and yeah. turn it into a supermarket car park. I, I was I was going to say that it is irony that uh, the on the gates it says you'll never walk alone, and then God said, no, fuck that. <laughs> I was saying the pandemic, so you, you always feel like <laughs> you're never yeah. going to win this premiership. That's that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's the real disaster movie this year. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. How has things been going for you? Uh, so I've been able to uh, write a lot more so I can't wait for lockdown to, to finish so then I can start hosting my own comedy nights I think I've got a lot of stuff 
I, not necessarily that people want to hear it, but I got a lot of stuff to say anyway. So you're gonna hear it if you like it or not. Well, mm-hmm. if it comes to the shows that is anyway. But um, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to going to like real skeezy div uh, nightclubs to do stand up because I I, I kind of turned my nose up at that before. But now quarantine life has showed me you never know when you're gonna the last time in that that nightclub where people are um, taking and snorting cocaine in the back so you better grab it with both hands so that's what I'm looking forward to most Um, adult audience members absolutely they give you the most they give you the most laughs and and build up your confidence for no reason so yeah I always I always recommend drunk and uh, psychopathic laughter yeah and and drug (laughs) psychotropic laughter Drunk and drug addicted audience members are the best for your self-esteem if you're a comedian because they laugh at absolutely anything. Okay, we're now going to watch A Quiet Place 2 and then we'll be back. And now we're back. Uh, guys, what did you think of the trailer? I, I've seen the first one. I, I can't figure out, is this a prequel to the, to the first one? Because from what I remember from the first one, they were already in a dysopia. The Whereas father's not now, there, though, from what so, I could see. 
I may have got that wrong. So it feels like a sequel. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure from from that whether it was a prequel to what I'd already seen or if it was a sequel to what I'd already seen. Because I thought the entire, um, like, their whole world was completely, you know, down and out anyway. But in the trailer for this, they had cars going and people were in shops and stuff. I, I kind of like the idea that... Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's a sequel, and I like the idea that nothing was quite fixed or corrected, and that people are still in chaos, and that these spider aliens are now in the city, a little bit like foxes running around um, eating um, everyday takeaways uh, left on the floor. So I think it's an interesting way to look at the scale, and it might be a good opportunity to see the child actors like um have more screen time and do something interesting but it, i like the addition of cillian murphy he looks like a good actor and i'm hoping he's got a very interesting role to uh, bring to the story um okay so i haven't seen the first movie and okay. um i i i i didn't fancy seeing a a silent movie in 2018 well, silent yeah. movie. I think the whole premise of the horror, it was that a horror that had to be done in silence. Whereas this film portrays more as a, a thriller almost, as opposed to yeah. a horror. I don't think it, horror. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as much uh, as many. Sorry, I thought the first first one was a thriller. I, I, no. The first one's more of a horror movie because it's like a it's like a space, it's like an invasion movie, but the idea is you can't see who the killer is uh, throughout the whole film. And um, mm. it's basically a family are trying to live a normal life, but they realise that they've got to live out in the suburbs to get away from the creatures. But then they realise the creatures are also in the suburbs and the forests as well. And they've got the added complexity that one of the family members is, um, uh, what's the word, uh, hard of hearing or deaf. or deaf. So that puts makes them even more vulnerable you know? well, so i think that's where the, the kind of horror side of it comes well yeah so th this this well looking at the description it's even classified as a 2020 american horror film sequel to the quiet place yeah. one but yeah so this plays yeah. on the ears whereas um uh, is it bird box played on the eyes yeah so i was gonna say something about that um sorry to cut you but were you apprehensive about A Quiet Place because you'd seen Bird Box before? I thought A Quiet Place came up before Bird Box. I could be wrong. Let me check. But yeah. I watched Bird Box because it was easily accessible to me through Netflix. I wasn't going to go all the way to a cinema to see a silent film. That's just not my, that's just not my speed. But all of the reviews yeah. from A Quiet Place 1 were really good. So I guess I should try and give it a go now mm. um just to answer jamie's question or respond to jamie's uh i guess perspective of the trailer i i'm guessing that it's sandwiched between uh, well this film is a sandwich around the quiet place one so we see what happens before the pandemic as you will or the invasion and we see after her husband has died and she's up well, she's given birth to a new baby because it would yeah. it'd be really weird if it was a complete prequel where she 
bang some dude, had a had the dude's baby, and then the baby got got thrown into a river or something. That'd be really depressing. But um, yeah, so I'm just guessing that's the 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 narrative that John, what's his name, Caress. What's, how do you, John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah, he he's trying to uh, uh, do that, produce that narrative. But I could be wrong. Um, we're all speculating at this point. Does anyone have anything else to say about the trailer before we move on to the next trailer? So I'm quite conscious of time, and we've got three more to look at. Oh right, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. ironically, I saw the first one uh, in a quiet place inside of the library <laughs> uh, because there's like, oh, really? a special deal going on. Yeah, at Stratford Library. Um, I think. I, I would like to see how uh, this story develops or evolves from what was in the first one. So I, I'm I'm keen, and I think Emily Blunt and uh, Jay John Krasinski they've got a very interesting chemistry. So I think they're a good creative dynamic on screen. And they're married as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, um, oh, yeah, I enjoyed the first one, so I probably will see the second one. I, I don't have high hopes for the second one, though, because I think all of the surprises have kind of like, how many surprises can... Oh, shit. Yeah. She, she's married to the dude from The Office, and why is he not in the sequel? It, did he find it too exhausting to star and... It's still just... It's he still died John in the first one. It's not a different one. Oh, did he... Die? Oh, thanks for spoiling it. I'm not going to watch it anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it anymore. <laughs> Great. Okay, are yeah. we gonna watch this? Are we gonna watch this or not? Because it's like, honey, I've got to write some more lines of dialogue, yeah. so I'm just gonna go off. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so, uh, are, are we going to? Because I don't know what the options are now with trailers, because they're going direct to consumer or not watching at all, isn't it? Because yeah. I actually, yeah, yeah. I think Quiet Place is going to get a cinema release, but I think that cinema release is looking like November. So I'm just going to double check that. Oh, really? Um, wow. Yeah, so there are some big films that actually got finished before the coronavirus um, uh, release date, I suppose. September. But, um, I'm seeing September here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it's probably September it's gonna, they're going to aim for. So it's not going to be like um, Bloodshot with Vin Diesel where they're just going to throw it into the Netflix um Laundry basket. Are we going to the cinema, direct to consumer, or give it a miss? Uh, Jamie first. I'll watch this in the cinema. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you give it away. I, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if, if it's available in the cinema, I probably will see it in the cinema because I think in in the genre, the horror films and the thrillers, they're actually, I think, better in the cinema experience rather than, you know, I, home, home alone. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I just prefer the cinema experience. I would see this in the cinema if it was available. I, okay, so I am going to probably see it when it comes on a streaming service. The only reason is because I didn't see the first one in the cinema, and I'm not a, a big horror fan fan of watching horror in the cinema anyway. I just think it's a bit pointless. But I, I really think that TJ should keep up with his. Um, his theme of watching it in quiet places and probably watch the sequel in a funeral home or something. That'd be pretty cool. In the library again. That'd be pretty cool. I didn't think of the library, the uh, irony of it when I watched it, but my local library does this special community film thing. And it's, it's quite cool because um, it's obviously a different setting to watching a cinema uh, film. So it makes it a bit more weird 
going into like the back of the library to watch a screening. Cool. So uh, th- you've heard it here. Go and watch it in the cinema. Um, unless you're a scaredy cat. Or a library. Yeah, or a library. <laughs> or a funeral home. Or a graveyard if you're feeling a bit spicy. Um, but yeah, um, that is, that's the seal of approval from the geek sweaters here. So now we're going to move on to a, another trailer. And I've, I actually hadn't heard of this film before uh, seeing it on the list, Artemis Fowl. And apparently it's got that Irish dude in it from um, Daredevil. He wasn't only a daredevil, but yeah. Uh, anyway, we're going to give it a swell, and then we'll, we'll be yeah. we'll be back in a moment. We want to know everything about the man you work for. The man? Oh, oh no! This isn't about the father. This is about the son, Artemis Fowl. grown strong, son, and smarter than I ever imagined. Then take me with you. You're all I have now, Artie. There's just one very important thing I have to do. Authorities launched a worldwide manhunt for the famous collector. He is suspected to have been behind some of the biggest robberies ever. Hello? Your family has taken something of great value from us. Return it to me or I will destroy everything you love. You weren't supposed to see this yet. Your father is in a complicated profession. For years, he has protected powerful secrets that have kept mankind safe from the dangers of another world. It's time to face your destiny. Don't look around. This is what they call greatness. But we are not alone in this. Mulch Diggums. Just a talented giant dwarf. And I'm Holly Short, your ally on the other side. It's real. All right. Save my father. Save the world. Hold team ready. Tell them we are dead. Scared, Artemis? I prefer scared to dead. An army is coming. You think you can beat us? We'll see. Who do you think you are? I'm the next criminal mastermind. This is what they call greatness. I didn't read much on trolls. Anything I should look out for? The teeth. They eat people. Good to know. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Uh, so, what, what did we think of of that trailer? It felt like Men in Black had a car crash with the Kingsman, and. Um, some extras from Harry Potter came to steal the wallet and um, <laughs> of, of the of the dead passengers, and uh, it just felt. And for some reason, I don't know what Hagrid's doing there in there or Hagrid's younger brother. <laughs> but, um, it, it, it felt like a cocktail of films that they should have made, but they've already come out with. And I, and I know this is based on a book, but um, I I don't like it. I don't like the look of it, and I don't think I want to be next to anyone who wants to go and see it. That's basically it. Uh, okay, Jamie, after that Sorry. glittering, that glittering <laughs> review. <laughs> I, I understand what you're 
what it means though, because it does feel like a mishmash, but it's but it's 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 geared toward kids, isn't it? It's not yeah. a it's an, it's it's like a kiddies version of Kingsman sci-fi, you know, yeah. sci-fi fantasy. So yeah, no, I I think kids would love it, but I I'm not inspired by it. Um, but you know, it'll be one of those things where it's like I know about what? it now, but in a month's time, I probably won't. You have know, you ever read I, the book, or have you ever no. read any source material behind it? No. Okay. No, so that's probably part of the reason why I'm not excited about it. I, th- I think if it's something that I know the source material, I'm a little bit more enthusiastic because it's always nice to be able to, to kind of like um, see how they do certain things and achieve certain effects and whatnot. But, um, yeah, this one is like, yeah, just another sci-fi kiddies action mm. adventure, isn't it? That's what it feels like. And I've I've never really kind of... Um, I mean, gravitated toward those types of movies, but eh. yeah, I just want to say a couple of facts about this because this is directed by Kenneth Branagh, who obviously yep. is acclaimed for uh, bringing four or Chris Hemworth's four to life. Uh, it's got a 125 million dollar budget, and it does feel like it's got the same kind of trajectory as um, Ready Player One that was made by. Yeah. Steven Spielberg. So it feels like it's got that momentum behind it. Um, so th- this reminded me a lot of Spy Kids, but um, okay. it, with a fantasy element. But I tell you what, I never wanted to punch the Spy Kids in the face as much as I did the start <laughs> of this film. There was something yeah. about him yeah. that automatically turned his face into a punch bag. And I just didn't like it. It didn't. It, yeah. I, I shouldn't feel that way about a 12-year-old, so I'm going to give this yeah. a hard miss. Everything about it was just mismatched. Um, Disney obviously just want to take over the world, so they think, fuck it, let's just throw a, a film about a genius 12-year-old who has a magical Negro uh, bodyguard next to him with blonde <laughs> hair and blue <laughs> eyes. And, oh, yeah, there's Judy yeah. Dench with, like, elf ears. And, like, it's just, like, it's too much for the senses. And I just... And the guy from Ballykissangia. Yeah. <laughs> and you, yeah, it's just like, what? And I hate, you no, know that's another thing I hate about films like this is that they peddle it by attaching a big star like Colin Farrell to it. But then you realize when you go yeah. see the film, you've watched everything that he, you watched his whole runtime in the trailer because he's not going to be in it yeah. at all. <laughs> so that's another yeah. thing I think is quite deceiving. Was it? So I, wasn't there another film like that? That was um, the baby James Bond one, um, Stormbreaker, where the whole trailer had, um, oh, who's the guy, the Scottish guy? Um, he was um, a Jedi and he was in Trainspotting. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Ewan, Ewan. Oh, yeah, Ewan, Ewan McGregor? Yeah, like Ewan McGregor was like all over the trailer and then you realise, oh, I'm going to get kidnapped and I'm going to I'm gonna come back to set machine now. In the last two minutes of the film, to say good yeah, job. Yeah, so, I th- so I'm ass, guessing yeah. this is what uh, Artemis and what a stupid name as well, like Artemis felt. What do, like only a, a kid that is a genius that has a dad that is a super spy could be given that name. Because if you went to a normal school, you get bullied every single day of your life. You little <laughs> shit. But um, yeah, that's that. Third. <laughs> yeah. Third. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Foul, foul language. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chicken. It, it'd probably get called Fartimus. Yeah, it's, in it's just like, what, what, what is this? Um, but yeah, I think Disney are doing a misstep here. 
and I get it, it. Like I get you got a, a great director attached to it, but come on, man, this is this and a yeah. budget. Ugh. But yeah, I. Budget at, my at this gosh. point, Disney's just saying, "Look, we can literally piss money up the wall, and you'll still go to the cinema and watch this shit." Um, when is this due to go? So, is it, not if you're on lockdown. Well, it's due to come out in um, on the twelfth of June, and given how America is yeah. going at the moment, I think people will be seeing that in the cinema because their lockdown is just all over the place. Because um, it was originally, um, I think, twenty ninth of May or early May, and they haven't really done a big shift on the uh, release date but this film has been a long time in the making so i think early trailers for this came out in the beginning of 2019 so it looks like one of those sci-fi cgi films that may have had some production problems actually i've just read something here um even though the release date hasn't really shifted it's going to be shift well when it does get released it's going on disney plus so it's going direct to consumer anyway so so right, obviously nothing. Disney just shown that we are not restrained by COVID-19 in any shape or form. But um, I don't know how much they're going to get back on that because obviously once you have Disney Plus, you have Disney Plus. It's like, it's like how Netflix, Netflix's model doesn't really, uh, mm. it's not conducive to making money because the people that have it already have yeah. it. You're just throwing mm. money after yeah. I just want to say one more thing. Uh, the original release date for this was August 2019. And apparently, oh, wow. they, yeah. So it was supposed to be released then, but the issue had been, I think it had something to do with the Disney takeover of Fox. And um, that was what was getting it pushed back over and over again. So unfortunately, this film has been like hanging in the air for a long time. And um, they haven't really been able to take advantage of it. Or, or fortunately, because I don't know how many people would go and see that in the cinema. Like, this could be a blessing for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just really mm. made audience for them to go and watch it on that streaming service. So are we going to get Disney Plus to watch this film or are we going to give it a complete miss? I'd give it a miss. I don't think Disney... Mandalorian is probably worth watching on Disney Plus and maybe a couple of the, the, la the last uh, Marvel films in the last three or four years, but... Not this one. Uh, Jamie? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably around the same. I, I, I have no intention of getting Disney Plus, so I probably won't end up watching it if, if that's the only place it's going to be released in. So, yeah, I probably won't watch uh, it. And I'm going to give it a big fat miss as well because I don't think we're in any of the demographics they're trying to reach. And God, looking at the cast, they're trying to get as broad a number of people in that, well, to watch it as possible. And we still don't hit any of those any of those markers so uh yeah this is a, a big miss leave artemis foul in the bin where it should have been locked away in um moving on swiftly we're going on to a series now that will never ever die despite <laughs> actual cast members dying sadly but um we and are maybe yeah. a couple of stuntmen too yeah exactly but <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna uh wet our feet in the puddle which is fast and furious now um we're gonna yeah. look at the trailer uh so yeah we'll be back in just a moment i used to live my life a quarter mile at a time but things changed my father now, I will always be in your heart. Little Brian, I have a gift for you. Your daddy gave me this. Now I'm going to give it to you. It's very special. It's for protection. 
from what's coming. Alright, Dom. What's next? No matter how fast you are. I am not too big compared to you. No one outruns their past. I am more easy, you trying your best to become me. And mine. Just caught up to me. Been a long time, Dom. So we're up against a master thief. Assassin. High performance driver. Who is he? Jacob is Dom's brother. Your whole life, you pushed yourself to be faster than Dom. Smarter than Dom. Stronger than Dom. But could you kill him? Because I'm ready if you are. There's nothing more powerful than the lover family. But you turn that into anger, there's nothing more dangerous. Maybe this is the end, but we're gonna go out together. You know I'd ride to the death with you. Let's get to work. Please tell me that's not a Pontiac Fiero strapped to a rocket engine? Impressive. I know. No. No, that's, that's not impressive. I came here to take you down, little brother. That's your mistake. This is my world. Magnet plane? Hold on. Tell me you're not thinking what I think you're thinking. There's no bridge! Oh, hell no. Clubhouse. Okay, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take point on it this time. Yeah, you go, man. Uh, um, so, <laughs> I, I, any 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 uh, film character who starts off by saying I used to live my life a quarter mile at a time deserves to have his whole family murdered in front of him. I think <laughs> I think that is the most pretentious bullshit I've ever heard of yeah. in my life. And not to mention, since when does he have a real brother? 
<laughs> and yeah. not only have a real brother that have but have the most Caucasian the, the w- brother w- yeah. with long <laughs> ass hair. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is happening? Um, it's from so, a different mother man <laughs> and father, by the looks of it as well. So mm. <laughs> obviously, they brought in John Cena to to try and soak up some of that the the Wayne the Rock Johnson hype. I don't think they will succeed in that in that manner. Um, this is definitely a film that doesn't believe in gravity, reality, bullets, or people dying because we saw <laughs> at the end. So runs um, back. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the guy from Tokyo—I can't remember his name—but the guy from Tokyo Drift who, who started Tokyo Drift come back after apparently being yeah. murdered by Jason Statham's character. Um, yeah. I think um, I don't think this franchise will ever die. Uh, because I, I watched You can't it. die in this franchise. Yeah. You can't even crash, kill the cars in the franchise. <laughs> and it seems they just get more powerful by the by each as each film goes by. I actually watched a woman get knocked off her bike in midair and have another car catch her like it had hands. Like this is a different <laughs> world. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> It's, it's all it's oh. all in the game and it's all fun. Uh, so, what are your so takes? You, so, you're quite happy with the magnet plane that was pulling flying cars out of the sky. Um, I I <laughs> I think I was I was still in a daze back then, but now yeah. um, my eyes the mist is cleared, and yeah, I think yeah, they, I think they just need to find new and fantastic ways to try and just bend reality, like without mm. it being a official Marvel film because by any stretch of the yeah. imagination these guys are superheroes how'd you go from just yeah. racing cars up a mile to taking down mm. international like criminals that have tanks and stuff like that these are people yeah. that are doing Goku Goku level improvements film by film like they're gonna go Dominic Toretto blue very soon where he just sprouts <laughs> hair <laughs> like just goes berserk but um yeah, I, I, it's interesting though. I think I agree. I mean, there's you get to a point. Well, I've gotten to the point now with Fast and Furious that it, everything is just so absurd now that it's just like, oh, uh, it's just if, if you if you want to watch explosions, if you want to, um, you know, watch people shooting things up. I mean, it gets a bit samey samey for me. So I'm yeah, I wasn't impressed by this trailer at all. Is like I, I usually like Fast and Furious. Um, movies that come out, but this one didn't really grab my attention. And what's that? Was that Charlize Theron with a bowl cut? Yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah. 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 and that was kind of like, oh, okay. But that's that's her second movie in the franchise, though. She was she was in the last Fast and Furious Eight. She was she was the main criminal and well, main villain protagonist yeah. or or antagonist yeah. in the yeah. last one. So. Uh, yeah, she's just continued. I just think there's too many components missing now, which yeah. made yeah. the franchise great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I agree. Uh, Mr. Walker and uh, The Rock and Jason Statham, they're all gone. And now we're just. I left. mean, The Rock came in quite late, though, didn't he? To yeah. leave the franchise. Oh, but he, rege- he re energized it. it. Yeah, rejuvenated. Yeah. Like he came in Fast Five, and then it just yeah. took, it just, it just skyrocketed after the, he came in there. Yeah, but also the banter made it funny as well. Just the comedic banter, it made it a, a little bit more appealing mm. for me. But whereas this one just looks like explosion, explosion, vendetta, yeah. shoot you up, it, blow you up, you know, yeah. absurdity. 
Yeah. I, I, I think if I have to listen to another Tyrese sum up of what is happening in the film that I'm watching, I might walk in front of traffic. So I don't think I want to do that. Tyrese, I'm not sure if he's like the screaming bitch of this uh, series, but it seems like he has got a bad habit of just doing exposition instead of actual dialogue. But um, looking at some of these car stunts, it does feel like... Um, the only plausible explanation is that this is this is a simulation of a, ch- a child's playtime <laughs> um, of moving cars inexplicably at inexplicable angles through the air, and I think um, I, I think the body count in terms of floor drops and people like just jumping out of windows, falling out of windows, getting jumped on, and then falling out of a, a window onto a floor. I think is is spectacular, but I I'm not sure if this is the story that should have been made with Fast and Furious because it feels like they should have tried different combinations. Should be of, called something um, else. Story. Pardon? They probably could sell it more if it was called something else rather than being another Fast and Furious movie because it doesn't yeah. look Fast and Furious more, does it? It just looks like you know heavy artillery, and, you know. Yeah, I mean, it does look, yeah, and it, it does feel like a you know it, I mean part of it does feel like Vin Diesel's had a had a, um, a spat obviously with um a rock and said I want to be the main star of this and I want to have the best lines. But I'm I would say if you're looking for an action film and just pure escapism, this is probably a great film to watch. But it may be the film you only watch once, you know. So well, well, it's, it's a strange film. Well, for that franchise, they only need the people to go to the cin- everyone to go to the cinema once, and they would have made back their money. So I think, yeah, once is enough for those guys. Um, so I'm not sure when it's supposed to be released. I don't think I actually care. But uh, with that being said, <laughs> uh, are we going to watch this in the cinema, direct to consumer, or give it a miss? I'm happy to give it a miss. This one, I I've got. A, do you know what? I'm not even sure if I want to give the recommendation on my opinion. But my opinion is give it a miss. But the reality is you can only watch this in a cinema because the scale of the stunts should be watched on a big screen. I don't think it's the sort of thing you can really watch on a laptop or a smartphone device. And I'll say give it a miss. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you're an absolute weirdo if you're that person uh, watching this on your on your smartphone while having the, the earbuds in on the train. Like, you're, you're, you're a douchebag. So, yeah, just be a man or an adult or a woman and go and watch it in the cinema if you have to do that. So we, we are saying give it a miss unless you go. Actually, that's just weird. Weird recommendation. I only see it in the cinema, but we're saying give it a miss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's 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 the joys of geek sweat. We say what the fuck we want. Um, <laughs> so that was free trailers for you guys. Um, uh, so we looked at Artemis Fowl. Uh, we said give it a miss. We looked at Fast and Furious Nine. We said give it a miss. And we looked at Quiet Place Two. And we said go and see that in a cinema. You lucky sods. Um, so that. <laughs> Uh, my my good listeners and viewers has brings us to the end of uh, this geek sweat geek geek sweat episode with uh, trader talk with myself uh, MKH leading on point. Uh, you can find this podcast in all reputable 
podcast apps and websites. I won't list them all because there are a lot out there, but um, the two that spring to mind are probably um, CastBox and Stitcher. So if you've got those things, go and, go and give us a little listen. Um, but before I say goodbye, finally, I'd like to thank, um, obviously, the fantastic Jay. Hey, good to be here. Good to see and you see, again. And see you in the next episode. Yeah. And obviously, see ya. TJ, thank you. Ciao for now. Thanks for having me. And I've been your host, MKH. And as you can see in the background, there is a lovely picture of me. Uh, the, the Keep It Real School uh, episodes coming very <laughs> soon. Um, keep keep uh, an eye out for that. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next time. Um, uh, bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>